Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Bring Them Out with your hosts, Joel Richardson and Alan Hill. Hey, everybody, we're here at the Sunnybrook Ballroom inside the Speakeasy for another episode of Bring Them Out. I'm Alan Hill, here with Soul Joel himself, Joel Richardson. We have a very special guest tonight, Chris Kosha. Thanks for joining us, Chris. So I, I want to introduce Chris in a special way. Uh, him and I have known each other for years. A lot of different stories we're going to get into. But to, to kind of just sum it up with one post that he posted, okay, because Chris wears many hats. But uh, obviously, you know, he's evolved so many times. That's what we're going to get into, the, the history of the Philadelphia comedy scene. And he's been around for uh, comedy, doing comedy for four decades now, right? 80s, 90s. Yeah, yeah, end of the 80s, 90s, yeah, yeah. yeah. So five decades, technically, if this is the fifth. Um, but you posted something that made me laugh so hard. You were with your loving wife <laughs> at the DC Improv. And him, you could see him and his wife were like on the dance, we're having a moment. And he was like, just want to give a shout out. I'm with my wife and happy anniversary. And it was a Monday night. I'm like, my God, Chris, you, you couldn't take a Monday off to celebrate the anniversary with your wife. And without taking context, I realized it was the DC Improv's anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why Chris was there. But I'm like, another beautiful moment on social media brought to you by Chris Koch. That's it is, great. It, is not, it would not be unlikely that it was also our, our anniversary. I don't like to leave the house, that you know. So it was a big day for her to get. It would have been a know, big two for one. A bit to, oh, wouldn't that? Oh, can you imagine a two for like that? Yes. Thirtieth. Uh, what if our anniversaries had co coincided? But theirs was thirtieth. So uh, yeah. But um, well, that, yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you guys. Thank yeah, you. Guys. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. That's one of the uh, that's one of the ways that you've evolved too. Is that you you teach comedy classes down at the DC Improv? So you're not only running Philadelphia, you're running DC. Yeah, I, I'm in D.C. pretty much every Sunday. Um, our classes, goes they go four weeks, then we do a grad show. Um, we do one week now virtual, like we do one-on-ones, which is nice because I don't have to travel, and it gives me a little more like FaceTime with each individual student. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, I, I, you know, hey, I'm an Amtrak Select Plus <laughs> member. So, oh, uh, oh, oh, you, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. All the, all the uh, M&Ms I want. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we didn't mean to brag so early in the yeah, episode. Well, just dropping it, you know. <laughs> so, you, so you don't drive down? You take the... You take the <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So the first... So I fell into this in a... Really, I've known Allison uh, since she was a waitress at, okay. at the improv. Because, um, it, it, you know, it's like here. It's like the kind of club where, like, you don't just get to know the owner. If, if you, you get to know everybody, right? right? So it's the same with your club. People come up. Audience, you have regular audience there. You have, um, you have, like, people that have been working there for years. Like, the first time I worked there, it, it was so weird because I walked in and they're like, hey, are you Chris Kosha? And I'm like, yes. You know, like, I'm thinking I'm in trouble for something. And they're like, how do you like the hotel? And I'm like, oh, it's great. Like, okay, well, let me show you the green room. And I'm like, I've been coming from, like, places where you, you're staying in dumpy condos <laughs> where the, the owner hates you, right? Out. Like, like I, I work for places where the, you were in their way, right? And we went to, went to the DC Improv, and it was, like, so welcoming. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm just your feature, right? Like, like I thought maybe so they confused already found me. Home. Yeah, and they, because, and, and, and you get that here, too, right? Like, so there's always somebody that comes up and says hi to you. There's always somebody that makes sure things are cool. And it's the difference between, for a comic, it's a difference between a club you can't wait to go back to and a club that you're like, uh, I'll take their money, but uh, I'm gonna like. Yeah. I'm telling you, there was a club in Norfolk, Virginia. I thought you were coughing instead of saying the name. <laughs> oh no, I, I, it's gone. It's long gone. But the owner was such an. He used to carry a pistol tucked into the back of his oh, pants, geez. right? Like, guys. like so that people could see it. That was like his whole. You know, so that, that's, just, that's how he paid you. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you can you outrun this? By, by, uh, yeah. by the way, it's uh, it's a little short. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I showed you the back of my pants, but I'm a little uh, 
light here. He he would make all the comics if you wanted to eat, yeah, all had to be sitting at the bar at the certain time. It was just a miserable SOP. It's crazy. And I remember driving and calling my friend Mike and going like, "Man, do you ever like just want to make a U-turn and say screw it and like just not go?" And he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "Of course, but you got to remember, you got a kid, you got a house." I'm like, "Right, right, right." That you know, but those are those gigs, right? And it's the difference um, between those gigs that are just so great. And, and, you know, where you, like, look forward to it and the, those when you're just like, oh, no. You have to like, remind yourself about family on that, the drive. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. You got to, like, carry, you got to carry, right? You got to <laughs> carry a spreadsheet with you, like, oh, oh, no, wait, I need this money because, yeah, this is coming up, right? Yeah, yeah. The, um, and, like, I, you know, not to keep blowing smoke up Joel's ass, but I, uh, uh, I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I, like Joel's a guy. Like I know, like I have. If I have a date with you on the calendar, no matter what it was, with one exception, I, uh, it's like this show will work. This show's going to be good. Oh boy! Do you know what I mean? Like we but, talked about we, that off camera. Yeah, we we did. We, we don't have to talk about it, but we did. No, I'd rather not. We did. We did a gig. I pulled up. It was in somebody's garage in the oh, driveway. Oh, that's the exception? No, no, no. That wasn't. That, but I went. No, no, no. The one we went, talked about was the exception. Like, it had every possibility to be the worst show on earth, and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Right? Like, everybody was great. The audience was great. And it was because you put it together right. So, anyway. That, I'm no, but, no, 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 no. It was, it, was, it, was <laughs> <laughs> it was half tent. Which I was like, oh, I feel at home. They almost recreated the, the dome, right, 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 which right. I thought that was my do, but it was a, it was a, uh, it was a sixteen, sweet sixteen. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, but for a dude, so you're like, all right, this is kind of whatever. It's like and he was yeah. into comedy, right? He was, he was into comedy, right? And they're like, this is going to be great. And uh, I, I walk in, and they're like, oh, look who's here! Like the whole place knew me. I didn't know them. They knew me from coming to shows, and then I'm like, oh, I started recognizing people. Okay, but it was half in the garage, half in this tent on the driveway. And uh, Chris is like, yeah, this is, <laughs> this ain't. Yeah, yeah. And everybody on that show <laughs> crushed it. Yeah. And it was it was great. It was like, but it was great. But it's because, you know, you went in with a reputation, right? I think yeah. that was a big part of it. Because uh, that definitely could have been a nightmare. But the, <laughs> the other two guys, too, were having breakfast. And they were like, they were like, oh, we were already talking about it this morning. Um, Dennis and KC, they were like, the same thing he just said, basically, and it was like, Joel's never put us in a bad situation. Right, right. They're, they're like, oh, really? Have you ever done a gig on Sunday afternoon? <laughs> 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 this, uh, this could be the exception. <laughs> let's see what happens. Yes. That, let's right. test this premise. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, let's see how far. But, but no, man, it's, uh, it, you know, it's, it's, as a comic, that's all you want is to, like, trust that the person putting the show together like knows what they're doing it isn't going to put you in a bad situation because right. because the comic always gets blamed right right, right. it's never right. it's never oh well there were no lights the uh the pa didn't work and everybody was drunk it's uh he wasn't real funny totally it's always that totally. it always comes down to the comic so yeah man no i've been a musician my whole life i've played yeah. in bands i've dealt with countless promoters and uh and Joel's the like I like to say he's the first honest promoter I've ever met. Oh, nice, know? nice. I, mean, he, well, you know, I always tell people I was like uh, I, I'm not in this for a money grab, and, and I'm in this for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And just last Sunday, Pat Dixon goes, "Yeah, you've been producing shows for almost 20 years. I think every comic knows that you're in this for the long haul." <laughs> I go, "That's not what I meant, but that's a really good thing." <laughs> right, 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 right. It's it's the long grift. <laughs> 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 but it, it, it probably, in some ways, it probably feels like you just started, right? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, every show, and, and I talk about this in the class, I'm like, I'm a little nervous before every show, which is where you want to be, right? Still, like if you're, if you're yeah. not, yeah. And, you know, it's like, it's like you think like, like the beginning of like a race or an event, right? You're like, you're like, you're not nervous, nervous, but you're like excited. Like, I can't wait to get out and, to, and get this started. Um, because there's that kind of energy, which is great, right? Like right. when when that's gone, I don't want to do this anymore. You, do you know? Do you still get nervous if family or people you know are in the audience? Oh, of oh my God! Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Be weird. It's <laughs> the worst. Oh, it's the worst. I had I had an event. We were just talking about this club. There was a club on South Street, and uh, um, funny about and my and my friend came out, and she sat right next to the stage. And, and why, like, why wouldn't she? Yeah, of course, <laughs> right next to the stage, but. 
but like it was like a like a like a like I don't know what you call that. Like where the stage stage kind of sticks out, right? And then but Stairs? they're seating on either side. Oh, seating yeah. on either side, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, the old kill box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, she's over here, and and there's nobody around her, so everybody can see her and me. And she's had a few drinks, so. I'm doing my set, and she's agreeing with me. Like, you know, like, the, oh, that's true. That is true about him. He does do that, right? Oh, man. Like, oh, so no. they think she, she's your Ed McMahon. Oh, it was like having Ed McMahon, um, <laughs> but, Except, more, but more drunk. That's <laughs> <laughs> saying if, something. If you can imagine. <laughs> if right. I can imagine. Yeah. Right. Right. And we so she's like, you know, oh, his, oh, his wife doesn't do that. Oh. <laughs> Not only was this unprepared, it's completely unnecessary. <laughs> oh, man. Was, you know, what do you, you can't say? You do for, uh, hey, could you just shut up for a little bit? <laughs> right. uh, yeah. uh, Fact-checking your bits. <laughs> was that the first time she saw you? No, she'd seen me before, but like, you know, just sat kind of right there. And, like, and it was just the setup of it was like the spotlight was bleeding over onto her, so... That kind of stuff set up sets up some really funny moments because we had Eleanor Kerrigan here. Yeah. And she caught her brother on his cell phone in the front row during her act. Wait, he, he was taping her? No, no. no. He, he was oh, her oh, he was. He was ignoring her. Yeah. yeah. I think she said. I think she said she goes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying some new stuff. <laughs> and I totally lost my own brother in this. That's what that's, oh my God! God forbid I try out some new jokes. <laughs> I yeah, it's it's yeah. You want them like I, I my cousin and his wife came out with some friends um, a few like a month ago, and and I'm like just sit in the back. Like I don't want to see you. You know, it, it's and it's not even that it makes you nervous. It's just it's just weird, it's right? Because be. you you know you kind of slip into a character when you go on stage, even if that character is really close to who you are. It's still a variation on who you are. Yeah. And so when somebody who knows you, sees you, you kind of feel like you're fooling them or something, yeah, right? Like you're, you're, you're like, you're like yeah, yeah, right? You're, yeah, like, yeah. you're like, you feel like you're putting on a show and they're like, why is he acting like that? And it's like, well, because that's on stage, Chris. You know, that's slightly, <laughs> it's slightly different than, than, you know, who you know. You, you, know? you kind of strike me as uh, someone who's an extrovert. On stage. Mm, on stage, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All yeah, stage, yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, he doesn't even talk. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely me. Yeah. yeah. Although now, I don't know. I, 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 I tend to be a little more extroverted when I go out, but uh, not, not so much. Like, I, I don't like, yeah, I get mad when people sit next to me, like on the train. Like, you know, like you just want your space. But You must bike so far, because you actually sent me a picture uh, you bike so far. Uh, you live just outside of King of Prussia, and you you biked on the other side of the river trail, I guess, and you made it to where Warriorsford was, where our dome was. Right. And he goes, "Hey, this is your dome in the background. Look." And I'm like, Dude, "You maniac!" I go, "You live like well, 15, that, I, I 15, 20 miles at least, probably." Yeah. No, that was. But uh, yeah, I love riding. I mean, it's great. It's, it's how you it, keep it, in such good shape, it, buddy. It's how I stay in shape, but it's also how I stay mentally insane. Like, I need that, right? Like, I need, like, for me, uh, and I think for a lot of people, like, any kind of exercise, right? Like, people, people, people go to the gym, and they just, because you need it. That's your escape. It's, esca it's escape. It's, yeah, man, during the, like, during the pandemic, oh, my God, like, I was, had so much going on with my parents were sick, and da-da-da-da-da, and just to get on that bike for, like, two hours go out and you're like yep, nobody can get a hold of me here exercising yeah. your mental health for real yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for real absolutely um yeah yeah it was just uh yeah i'll tell you a funny a funny story i had it that's why we're here <laughs> i was doing this no you know i'm telling you one it's uh i got one that's it's dull and slow moving i think you really doesn't say i got a funny story you're like this should be a bore this is uh, this is going nowhere it circles back on itself and uh, there's no point Alan, yeah. get ready to take over. <laughs> You're going to love the dead end that this story goes into. <laughs> do you like disappointing stories? We all do. Here we go. <laughs> I got needless details. I got all the hallmarks of a crapola story. The, uh, so anyway. So... <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Middle of the pandemic, I'm out riding, 
And this guy, I thought he cut me off in his car. He, long story short, we're You're yelling. On the bike. We're, I'm on the bike. He's in a, in a truck. We're yelling at each other. Da 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 da. da. And then he, it, it, it we both realize. And by the way, his girlfriend or, or wife was in the passenger seat, who must have at this point been like, "What is going on?" Right? Because we're yelling at each other. You didn't. Blah, 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 blah. And then he said, "Well, I thought you nodded for me to go," and I was like. Well, I thought you were waving me through. And then we're like realizing like it was just a misunderstanding. And so now we're like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. Right? <laughs> we're back and forth like apologizing. Like, man, I'm Hugging sorry, man. So, and, the, and I'm like, I'm, he's like, you know, it's just everything going on. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going through a lot. I apologize, man. I, I, I just, you know, it's just a, it scared me. And, uh, and I'm like, really sorry. And he's like, yeah, man, have a good ride. And he takes off. And I just start rolling, and I'm just crying. I just started crying because it was like during when my parents were sick. But I was like, I can only imagine if somebody, somebody driving the other way, seeing, I don't know, I saw him out on his bike, weeping. He was weeping. Like, what hell? What the hell happened there? But that's what I'm talking about. Like that, you know, it's just like it was just like my emotional release, and that happened in the middle of it. And I was like, okay, well, this is, you know, like who, who do you tell that to? Like, I come home tell my wife, yeah, I was. What'd you do? Today? I was out on the bike crying, you know, like <laughs> like people do. Uh, the, the image of uh, somebody that just saw you the weekend before driving. Oh past yeah, that's you. what I, that's <laughs> what I always hope for, right? That's what I always like. It's like in my back of my mind is like that's a he, that's a comedian. When he, like he's why is he on his bike crying? You can see he's crying. Yeah. Uh, are you sweating? No, those are tears. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's just sweat coming out of my eyeballs. It's <laughs> awesome. But it was just like such like a, like like that emotionally kind of ex, like just explosive and that you know they, they, I, I, want, I always want to find that guy you know like I'm always hoping to come out to a show or something. Oh my god! Because it was just such a weird moment. Why do you look so familiar? Yeah, right. Well, you remember me from crying on the side of the road <laughs> on the bike? Yeah. Uh, Did you drive? Yeah. You were driving off to? Yeah, right, right. Are you still with that woman? Because I didn't think anybody would stay with anybody after that whole <laughs> back and forth where we're we're going to kill each other and then we're apologizing. Um, anyway. So um, I always pride myself on trying to be as creative as possible with shows. You were on a very creative show, and, I, and you and I have talked offline about this. Uh, as a comedy producer, I love that there's other shows. It's like eating at a restaurant. You have to go to other places. You can't only get comedy shows at Soul Joel's. Like, right. As long as it's a good show, it's a great lineup, it's great for comedy, it's good for the whole scene, and I'm sure you can speak to this more, but one show that I was like, man, this was great, and I wish I had this idea, you know what I'm going to say? Which one? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It was, uh, it was the Comedy Works reunion at Philly Punchline. Oh, yeah. Please tell me that show didn't get canceled. No, no, no. It happened. It happened. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't happened. look like I'm watching Chris's face, and he's like, not ringing a bell, not sure what you're talking about. That is, uh, no, no. That, uh, no, yeah, that did happen. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, um, I, was, I was sick. I, oh. uh, yeah, I, so I did the show, but I took right off. and I, I missed out on hanging out with you a You could tell of, that this wasn't prepared. I just yeah, uh, yeah, 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 throwing no. questions at you. No, but it was... So whatever you do, don't bring up that show. So, yeah, right. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> there's, still an in, there's still a lot of depositions uh, out there. Yeah. The, uh, no, the show was, it was good. It was fun. Um, it was people that I hadn't seen in a long time. Um, and that's where I started. You know, I started at the Comedy Works in Philly, going to open stage nights. Now, now it, it is now in Bristol, but when you started, it <laughs> was on Second Street, right? Yeah. So the one in Bristol now is I don't. I think that Steve actually sold the name of that place. Okay. So I don't even think that that's associated with Steve Young, who was the one who um, opened the Comedy Works. They, they were at one point the same, you know, it was the same owners. Um, but I think that Joy, his sister, who ran the, the Bristol Room, uh, passed away, God, probably 10 years now. I didn't realize least. that was his sister. Yeah, okay, Joy okay. was his sister. Um, she ran that place. Uh, Steve ran the downtown, then he went out to L.A. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the one on over the Middle East restaurant, which was, oh, my God, it was crazy. I went down there because uh, Todd Glass who yeah. um, who I knew my from, favorites. Yeah, so from high school. I knew him from high school. No yeah. He was a Conestoga grad. Do you know the, the Doylestown Cabaret? Oh yeah. Okay, do you know the owner there? Andy. Okay. Yeah. Ask him about the last time Todd Glass was there. Do you know about this by any chance? No, but I I know Todd. <laughs> yeah. 
the lights came on towards the end of his set. Andy turned them on. He said, Todd, I told you it had to end after an hour. They went back and forth for 10 minutes. I th people in the crowd thought it was a bit. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in a comedy show. I emailed him after the show and said, I don't know what that was tonight. Hey, email, you email Todd. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, oh, you emailed Andy. Andy. Yeah, Andy. yeah. And I just emailed the club, not knowing who I would get. You know what I mean? I said, I don't know what happened tonight. I don't know if that was a bit or if it was for real. But I just wanted to tell you it was the greatest comics experience of my life. I, I, I had to dive out of my car after at the first red light because my buddy and I were recapping the show and we started laughing again and I got a, <laughs> I got a knot in my stomach. I had to dive out of my car and roll around in the, in the grass. <laughs> it was unbelievable. The show was like two hours and 25 minutes long. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, Todd will, I mean, he'll, he just takes over, you know, um, and, and I know, like, some places it, it works, it, but, right, like, there's a situation where if you got a second show coming in. Right, right, and um, I don't know, who knows, I didn't know what they yeah, discussed earlier, whatever, yeah, no, 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 whatever it was, but it made a priceless as a crowd member. Oh, it right, was yeah. unbelievably priceless. Right, that's hilarious. But what was, what was I, I had, a, I'll tell you, sorry, I had a Todd story years, because he uh, can be antagonistic, as you saw. We did uh, back, you know, so like, '90s comedy was everywhere, right? Like, you, were you, when did you jump in? When did you? Two thousand and six. Two thousand and six. But so, I, I've been a fan. So years. were you like? I mean, did you see that that initial wave where comedy was literally everywhere? Yeah, yeah. Well, right? I yeah, I went. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I started when like when like Dane Cook and and uh, Chappelle were going back and forth on who could do longer sets oh, they, God, they were okay. doing like three four five hour sets like in that you know the 2000s right okay so there was there was a point before that where comedy just like it was it was everywhere right like it just took off um you know they had like the danger field young comedies comic specials and hbo yeah. and, every, and comedy was just like literally if you had an empty room in a in a restaurant in a hotel it was a comedy night wow. um so there was one up on the boulevard, up on Route 1, up in northeast Philly, um, right across from the Nabisco factory. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. That's the only way people know things, right? Is, uh, what's it across from? <laughs> Food references. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Now we're cooking. Yeah, now we got you. Now we're talking my language. You know, I, I, this is my favorite joke from that time. Cause it was Chris, Nabisco, you have ADD. A little. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the... It was it was the it was the Nabisco factory and they got bought out by Keebler. Yeah. And I said I knew there was some trouble. I saw a three elves with briefcases walking in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a hostile takeover. The uh, anyway. <laughs> so there's this room. One nighter. Um, and, you know, and, and like Northeast, right? So it's like, you know, it's like a Northeast crowd. Mm -hmm. And Todd's screwing around and he antagonizes somebody to the point where the guy's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, after the show. Yeah. I had to, I had to go bring Todd's car around to a side door. He ran out, got in, and we flew out of there. Because, because that's what he, that's what he'll do. Wow. Like, you know, I believe it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it can end up really funny or. You're flying down the boulevard, <laughs> looking in the rearview mirror. Uh, you know, it's yeah. priceless, man. Yeah, it, was, it was, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Enough of the. He he tipped the car. He tipped the car over with you know, Wid. Wid's like a Philly, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, legendary yeah, yeah. Wid prop act from Philly, yeah. been around for years. Um, he, they're driving and he's screwing around, and he goes, "Oh, look, it's like a cop show," and he like tries to, boom, tips <laughs> over. He had like a like a four. For Bronco or something like that, um, yeah, tips it tips it over right now, right wow. in the yeah. Uh, wow. So I got a uh, a, a Wid story. Wid Wid hosted one of the first open mics that I well uh, I was six months in. I did the show. It was at the Laugh uh, Laugh House. Okay. Um, I was in between um, Christmas and New Year's. I I was still doing pharmaceutical sales. I was only six months in. I was at home visiting my family. A couple of kids from my high school were coming. Um, I'd already been going for the last six years to the Comedy Cellar once a month, so I'd seen a lot of the guys. So right after I go, they're like, please welcome Keith Robinson. And Keith Robinson comes in because he was at home visiting oh, family because yeah, 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 he's yeah, from yeah. Philly. Dude, he annihilates, right? And I'm like, thank God he went after me because I would have really – I, I would have I ate my face even more if I would have had to follow oh, God, that. Yeah. Oh. Dude, so I went out, and I had a couple of vodkas in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was talking to the uh, uh, owner, with Rod, right? And 
I go, unsolicited advice, right up to Keith Robinson and go, Keith, hang in there, man. <laughs> you were, you're right, you're right there. You're right there. And it was because the first time I walked into the cellar, I saw him, him hosting with Dave Attell, Louis C.K., and in walks Chris Rock. And it was like all those guys, Geraldo and, and Lisa Lampanelli. And I saw all those guys from then get like huge. And I thought to myself, Keith, you're up. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're, you're, you're on deck, man. Right, you're next. Meanwhile, he's a headline and, comic and, tour and, across yeah, the country. And, yeah, been on so TV fun. a million and times. Keith, Keith oh. looked at me, looked at Rod, and goes, "Do you hear this?" <laughs> he goes, "This guy says just hang in there. I'm almost there." The guy was already a working comic, but on more more times you could count on TV. But this guy from South Jersey goes, <laughs> "Just hang in there." Hang in. Keep going, buddy. Oh. You got it. And you say it to a guy who makes cellar people break right. in their boots. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Oh, that's so funny. Wow. That's great. But how, how many different places have you seen, like, uh, like that you performed at, and like the the scene change? Because you were you were mentioning to me at one time off that you actually saw Dice perform uh, his uh, his special at. The comedy works, right? So he no dice worked. So there were two rooms. Okay. Well, there were three rooms uh, in Philly. So they all came out of this place. I, I mean, this is where I wish, like, we we're talking about the, Steve, the owner. Um, it was Aunt. It was um, Minnie's. Something I, I want to say, like Aunt Minnie's or something like that. It was in University City. They were doing comedy up there. It was. It started to get bigger and bigger. Three of the people from there opened up their own clubs. There was Comedy Factory Outlet. Um, which was off of Bank Street, a block and a half from the Comedy Works, which was over the Middle East restaurant on between Second and Front on Chestnut. Oh, Dice in Philly, yeah, 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 tons. I mean, so I mean, not to, to just dwell on Dice, but tons of acts came through there. Um, but yeah, it was like you had to kind of choose, right? So um, Gilbert was a uh, was a Comedy Works guy. Oh, I love Gilbert. Um, I want to say that a lot of them were good. Saget. Was uh, uh, a comedy works guy. Was he that so dirty back then? I didn't realize. Okay, yeah, go ahead. A little, Sorry. a little, no, no, no. a little dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, he was that kind of not as dirty as he, as he was towards the end. You know, yeah, I saw but him about five got, years before he died. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was, um, but it was, but I think then it was more shocking because of who you like. But that's a TV yeah. dad because right. people know? knew him from that. Or right. if, yeah, yeah, America's yeah. funny so videos. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, he's a, he's a guy, nice guy. He's, yeah. He, uh, did he start comedy in Philly? That is a good question. But I know he's originally from right, Philly. Right. Yeah, and I don't know. Um, I don't know. He may have started at uh, UPenn. Okay. Because um, a, a bunch of acts. Um, I think Paul Provenza oh, wow. uh, might have been uh, man, you know. But I don't want to like I don't want to like just make. Well, stuff so up, who, who would who would you say is in your class then? So guys who, that are your class and who was in my class just behind that you I just started out? Um, so oh, Paul Tompkins. Oh yeah, was a um, yeah he was a comedy works guy. He was actually in um, in a comedy duo. There were two hmm. of them. Um, and I'm trying to remember the name. Man, this is where, like, you know, you wish, wish you'd written stuff down. Um, his partner, I believe, died. Oh, um, yeah, and I, and I, I want to, you know, I, I want to say it wasn't in a, um, you know, not that it any way is a happy way of dying, but, you know, it was, like, uh, tragic, if I remember. Oh. Um, but anyway, um, but Paul was a Philly guy, um, Todd Glass, mm -hmm. um, the uh, I'm trying to think who else. So those are guys that you were hitting mics with early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, Todd was a little ahead of me. Actually, probably a lot ahead of me, um, just because he moved up pretty quickly. Um, why am I? I'm like blanking on who. Because there's so many like New York people that came down. Um, Tom Wilson was a, a, okay. a Philly guy, um, although he went out to L.A. pretty quickly. Uh, but I remember I drove to a show with him and Todd Glass. Oh, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm like the nobody in the car, but I have a car, so I'm yeah. on the show. You are now <laughs> you <know>? somebody. <laughs> and I'm driving, like, well, we're going to be late. And Tom Wilson goes, what are they going to do? The whole show is here. You know, what are they going to do, start without us? Right, all right. In the car, you right. Know? <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, oh, um, um, oh, my gosh. Uh, um, 
writer of like everything now, um, or was Adam McKay. Adam McKay <laughs> was a comedy works guy. Shout, shout out to our producer Jesse <laughs> yeah, Marchese. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice catch, man. I. Uh, because uh, I, I would have never remembered. <laughs> but Adam started after after me, and I don't remember. I probably like crossed paths with him, um, you know, like maybe on a showcase show or something. But um, yeah, he was pretty quickly like, "I'm out of here," you, you know. I th- you know, if I remember correctly, um, Keith Robinson. Oh definitely, yeah, yeah, well, definitely. Sir. You know, like a, uh, a Philly guy. I brought this up to Mike Vecchione. I said. If there's like a Mike Vecchio. Oh yeah. They, yeah, yeah. they should really create like a um without realizing all of the names that you mentioned and, and everything affiliated with you, uh like the Keith Robinson tree of oh, everyone because yeah. then he helped like uh well, Kevin uh, Hart famously. Kevin Hart and yeah. you know, and then like Toure and uh that but then also like Kurt Metzger, Joe DeRosa, uh Big oh. J Okerson, oh, all yeah. those guys. And uh Mike goes, if Anybody cares except for you? That'd be great. <laughs> he goes. I mean, in theory, it sounds like a great documentary. Yeah, right. right but does everybody right. have more enthusiasm than you do, Joel? <laughs> he goes. I don't know if it'll get picked up. But, but you know what's weird? It, 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 to defend Philly a little bit, right? Is it? It like Boston. They did that, right? They did a, a yeah, documentary the about the Boston scene. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And and I got I, I would say somebody like I said to you guys earlier off air, but that was like my sick my sister city. Like I would go up and work Boston a ton. Hey, you're working I, I both sides it. of the coast here, buddy. What do you mean? You went up to Boston. Now you're down at DC. You're, you're yeah. so unpredictable. Oh yeah, I'm, you, you, uh, you don't know where I'm at. I'm hey man. I I work the Northeast corridor this like nobody. Yeah, this is gangster. Uh, uh, yeah right. If if 95 touches it, I'm working it. I, uh, uh, I mean, I'm not not Florida. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> you're one badass bicycler. <laughs> if, if, if there's a bike path there, I am there. The uh, but they um, uh, uh, but they did they don't like they did that whole movie about the Boston scene. And granted, like there were great guys that came out of it, but there's amazing people that worked out of Philly too. But Philly was always the town. Like and I remember somebody saying that earlier like on. Like this is a town where you can screw up, because uh, you'll be under the radar. Mm-hmm. And then and, and you know people would ask, oh, if you're so good, why don't you go up to New York, right? And that was kind of the the because it was close enough to New York that it didn't get to be its own scene, right? Like as soon as guys were ready, you know, felt like they were ready to make it, they went up to New York. Like yeah. like, like we're talking about like Wayne Cotter, who was on. The Tonight Show, a ton, uh, was a Philly guy, but went up to New York and then out to L.A. hosted uh, Comic Strip uh, Live, and right, like, but Todd Glass, same deal, went right out to L.A. Um, everybody was to get out of Philadelphia. As soon as so, you're uh, ready to spread your wings, you fly away. That's it, right? That's it. And whereas with Boston, they, you know, they it was far enough away from New York that it got to be a kind of its own independent scene. Same with like Chicago. Right or San Francisco, what wasn't isn't stuck being tied to L.A. because it's they're too far away. Poor know? Philadelphia can't even be second city. No, right, that's it. Right, you can't even be second city. Right, right. We're, <laughs> we're, just, we're, like, we're the we're, JV to the JV. We're the we're the we're the, we're the, uh, we're the batting yeah. cage, man. We're the batting cage, right? Uh, right. You just you go there, you 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 swing the bat a couple of times, and then when you when you got your uh, when you got it down, you head out, right? But <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, and I think that. So I think a lot of people forget. I mean, we're sitting. Dom Herrera is a Philly guy, right? But he started not in Philadelphia. He's you know. He I, I wondered about bit, that. But now I think he. I mean, I, I, I would. Have Where to, did you do comedies in the forties? You know? <laughs> <laughs> ouch! Ouch! So oh, I think he I he's Dom. an LA guy now, but I think uh, he was I'm, New, New I'm, York. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he sure. went to New York yeah, first. Like, for sure. 90s and early 2000s, he was a New York guy. Yeah. Oh, even before that, dude, he I was mean, on he the was, Golden Girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah. Was he on the Golden Girls? He was on the Golden Girls. Oh, you know what? You know what's so funny? You, like that could I I tell this to people all the time now how 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 this has changed, right? Like what the what the business model is for a comic, right? But. But in the beginning, it was clubs, work your way up from host to feature to headliner. Then you go to New York or to L.A., you work your way up there, you get seen by an agent, maybe you get onto a late-night show, the network sees you, and then they develop something for you or they try to fit you into stuff. But there's, 
Jay Leno is on an episode of Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> And you have, like, it's just like, it's, you, go, you go, and you go, well, that's, that's why he's not an actor. Okay, got it, right? Like, it's, it's just bad. But I remember somebody saying that to, um, uh, talking about Brian Regan. Was like, mm. you know, they didn't, because he, he just, they couldn't figure out how to fit him into a show, mm-hmm. right? Now, uh, the, he's done all right for himself. He's no Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. <laughs> right. If, if selling out theaters is doing okay, he's doing okay. Uh, but, but that was it. Like, you know, like that, that mentality. And thank goodness now it's changed where people, there's a million different outlets. Comics can kind of figure it's more work for the comedians, but you can kind of define your own path. That's really cool. Um, so, uh, but right, so like somebody like that. Um, you know, Joe Bolster was another Philly uh, guy. Um, but, yeah, there was, uh, there was some, yeah, some great guys. Before we move on to that, yeah. so uh, I, was, I was still trying to find myself and do open mics. And uh, I, I was wearing the Soul shirt, but hadn't started yet, Soul Joel Productions. I come out of the back at Joe Franklin's in Times Square. And Joe Franklin was there. I ended up running into two girls that I went to college with. I was getting my master's. They were in undergrad. And they were with a third friend I'd never met before. They're like, hey, by the way, that so-and-so, this is Joel. He does comedy. They're like, what are you doing here? I was like, actually, I was, I was doing comedy in this back room here. They're like, oh, what a small world. And, and this girl immediately goes, you know, my cousin does comedy. And I go, oh, no, no kidding. She goes, I don't even know if he does it anymore. We haven't spoken in a few years. I go, uh, really? What's your cousin's name? She goes, Brian Regan. <laughs> <laughs> I go, well, uh, yes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he is. Uh, uh, in case you're not pen pals, because uh, email was already a thing then, I go, uh, he's doing well. I don't know how close your family I haven't seen him on the open mic circuit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, Brian, Brian, yeah, Brian's still doing it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> even then, 2006, 2007, he was probably still one of the top touring acts in the country. Oh, my like, God. He's killing it. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't move. Like, I, like, I actually looked up. I'm like, is she punking me right now? Right. That's amazing that you would like, Are you know. trying to, yeah. Is that an open mic, like, joke? Are you trying to, like, to, but you, like but you know what? Comics fly, little me. fly under the radar unless they're, like, unbelievably popular. Right. Right? Like, you know, you mentioned it to somebody who's not a comedy fan and, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right? It has to be, like, I don't even know, like, who's a household name. Like, I mean, you've got to go to Chappelle. Chappelle yeah. Right, yeah. Chappelle. Rogan, and probably maybe. because of controversy more than comedy. Absolutely. Yeah, right? Like, it's, Absolutely. You know, uh, which, yeah. That's, uh, and again, it may be because there's so many, like, niche acts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have, you don't have a Leno now. You don't have uh, a Seinfeld where, like, that is everybody, everybody knows that person. I um, think it's yeah. uh, comics become household names when they do something outside of comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Kevin yeah. Hart, like, yep. like they, they don't they become don't a movie just star know him. become a this or that or the other. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Absolutely. They know him from other things. Absolutely. Because we were talking Whoopi Goldberg. Right. People probably don't right. realize oh, that. Whoopi, oh yeah, yeah. That Whoopi is a stand-up. Yeah. She was in that one Alan. that one person show craze in the eighties with uh, yeah. you know when that was going on in New York City a lot. Yeah. And the uh, those benefit things on HBO with yeah. Robin Williams and. People sometimes were like, uh, you know, I, I think Will Smith's a pretty funny comedian. I go, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> oh, I ask people who they, if they, who they know who their favorite comics are. I get that. I get Will Ferrell. Yeah. You know, like very funny people, but not stand-ups. Comedic you know? right. actors. Right. They're right. Not it's comics. a very different thing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the um, um, that uh, Judd Apatow book. I, 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 I feel like you're on something that we talked about ten minutes ago. You can't oh, get no, it out of no, your head. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was uh, when if you're I talking. Could just remember that story that I hit pause <laughs> when you when you were when you were talking about Joe like, and Allen doing a good job just delaying this story. The uh, 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 the the Judd, the Judd Apatow it's hot class book, anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know I'm never gonna get this story. Finished. I'm gonna be back on my bike crying. <laughs> Why wouldn't they let me finish a story about Judd Apatow's book? He has a book called Sick in the Head. Which, have you read it? Have you ever, it's a great, it's a great book. But he interviews comics. But he did stand up, okay. and so the so it's a, the perspective is really interesting. 
Um, because it, he's one of us. Because he's, he's one started, of us. Right. Yeah. Right, he do, uh, and it's so. If you haven't, have you ever read the book? No, no, no. no. Oh my God! Now, you have, now, you, now oh, I you want to read to, it. Yeah. You got to, and it'll probably be out of print, right? But uh, <laughs> but you'll find it. Um, oh, I prefer the audio. I don't know if you kids know this store, Amazon. Uh, they have yeah. uh, books, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's great. He's but yeah, it, it, there's so many great stories in there, um, and then there's uh, another book called um we're not talking we're not book chatting here i uh but uh i'm not crying you're crying (laughs) (laughs) but just i I actually cried while reading a book the other night (laughs) perfect timing see now you brought it all around that makes for a really good podcast (laughs) Uh, what are we asking about philadelphia (laughs) (laughs) it's a whole it's a whole scene, man. It's a whole scene. It was. It was amazing. It was. It really was a fun. It really was a fun scene. And I don't know if I don't know what comedy's like now for people starting out. Like I wonder if it's. I hope it's still like that kind of crazy, like you know, what the hell are we doing? Feeling. You know what I mean? Like I hope people are, are like enjoying it, but a little nervous and a little not sure of like. I feel like you feel like you're in that like little secret society. You yeah, know? that's so cool. Dude, I, I remember going out, like, going to like the South Street Diner, and just talking and joking. And you come out, and the sun's coming up mm-hmm. over New Jersey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, right, right over Camden. The sun's rising over Camden across the uh, Delaware River, and it's just like, what? Oh my, how, how do we do this? You know, and you, and then and then the next week you do it all over again. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that's not lost. You know, at that one so peak cool. though, there was there was comedy going on seven nights a week, right? I mean, where you, you perform, you could always find. Yeah, you could always, yeah, yeah. You could you could work pretty much Tuesday through Sunday. Um, there was something. Wow. Yeah. And you really couldn't. I mean, you couldn't really have a day job because you're performing so much, right? Yeah, I mean, you people would because the money was terrible. You oh, know? Okay, right. Okay, so okay, that okay. was that was the problem. Unless you were a headliner. Right. Uh, if you were a headliner, you could probably do okay. Um, the problem was, like we were talking about um, six and a half hours ago when we started. Uh, yeah, the uh, circling back. <laughs> the uh, the uh, um, there, there there were clubs everywhere, right? So so like, there were just like dumps and dives and. You know, there's a place called Betty's Fireside, which I, I wish I could remember where it was. It was in. Do you know Betty's? No, but I, I like. Uh, you hear stories about yes, it. Still. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like when you ask comics about a nightmare gig, top three is one of them's from there. Is no Betty's kidding. Fireside? Yes. Oh, I love it. It was. It, people, they would boo you as you were being introduced. Oh wow! Uh, like uh, boo, <laughs> and then just. You know, uh, depending on what you look like, uh, it was going to be a homophobic slur, a racial slur, or maybe a combination of all, you know, of everything. Uh, maybe we'll roll it all into the old sexist. Uh, <laughs> Philly special. Where, where was that? There was like a, it was in like North North Jersey, but West, you oh, know. Okay. So like off of 80 somewhere. But I all I remember is that the money was good. Right, so like you knew it was gonna help be horrible. You knew driving. But you're up. like, I'm gonna deal you, with it. You knew parking, <laughs> but it was. I think it might have paid like two hundred bucks, right? Which at the time was like, yeah, that's coin, you yeah. know. Um, and it was during the week. It was during the week. Yeah, you know, it was either it was either a Wednesday or Thursday. Um, yeah, it, it's, you know, somebody like so, uh, you know, uh, like I said, any comic from that era, if you lived in in like New York. Or Philly area, you'll know that. Or you know, if you were based out of Jersey, you at some point worked it and hated it and went back again <laughs> uh, because you know the money was good. But there was a place here, uh, friendly, the Friendly Tavern, which was not the Friendly Tavern. Uh, it was not it to was, be refused with friendlies. Not to be refused with. Oh, the ice cream place. No. That's why I know it. Yeah, the Friendly Tavern. <laughs> the old friend, home friendly of the Fribble. Friendly Tavern is down in, in Delaware County. I, I don't know what route it's off of. Um, probably near Route 3, somewhere in Delaware County. Okay. And uh, they would hate you. Uh, there were places. There were just places. Wait, me personally or any comedy? Anybody. Anybody, <laughs> you know. I feel like that was directed they, at they me. Weren't, they, weren't, they, they had no, uh, yeah, right. They didn't, uh, they didn't discriminate, uh, whoever. <laughs> If you were performing, uh, they would hate you. Uh, there were places where 
where like you just didn't even know why you were doing it, right? Yeah. Like, like why do they continue to do comedy here? But I guess it's probably cheaper than a band, you know? Yeah, well, and we lost out to the DJs. So. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, right. So, yeah, everyone's got a pecking order. Yeah, right, right, right. right, right, right. Yep, why get, why get my five-piece band or my 13-piece band yeah. I had at one point when you can oh, uh, no. hire a DJ for a quarter of that? Or, you know? a ca- or karaoke. And night. that DJ makes more than any single member of the band would have. You know? Right, 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 right. Yeah, that was the... There were, there were many times on stage when I wished I was with a band, when I wish I could turn to somebody else just for moral support, you know, and go, oh, God, this sucks, right? Like, you wanted to turn to somebody, but then when, when you got paid $50 and didn't have to divide it six ways, uh, it was better. Fuck the know? moral support. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tough it out for $50. That's one of the fun co- – we have this conversation a lot about the differences and similar. There's a lot of similarities, but there's some striking differences. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And the teamwork thing is one of them. I always say, man, I used to – the first hundred shows I went to or so, I would, took a picture of just a microphone on stage. Yeah. You know, because it amazed me that some dude was going to go up there with nothing but this and this. And this and entertain us for an hour. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I got my buddies. You know, like if I screw up, they're gonna pick me up. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting difference. Yeah, it is. It is something like it's so interesting, and, and I think that so many comics, you are people that like, like I like you know, like I wasn't a class clown. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that like that person. Uh, you know, probably I, I, yeah, probably I would be considered like an introvert or at least you know not looking to get out and be like the, like a clown. Mm-hmm. But there's something in our head that goes, well, I guess I could walk in front of a room full of strangers and, and, and tell what I think is funny for five to ten minutes. Right? Like that, for, you know. It's it, amazing. It's, it's terrifying, but it's like, <laughs> well, I guess I better go do that. You right. know, right? Like, why? Like, why? And there were definitely times when I was backstage going, I could leave. Nobody would know. You know, nobody would know, right? Like, yeah. I could just leave and this would be done and uh, I, you know, I could just run away. <laughs> do, 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 you, do you feel like that you, you have that feeling knowing whether it's going to be good or it's going to be bad? And you might be off a little bit, but you're pretty like keyed in on... Yeah, you, 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 yeah I think now you can kind of get a vibe for it. Like with the audience, you could hear like a buzz, you know, and you know, you know it as a, as a club owner, right? You, you can hear that room when it's heating up. Right when the, when the audience is like, if you come in and the you can hear like the clink of glasses, and that's it. You know, yeah. like uh, no energy. It's gonna be a work crowd. You're gonna have to work for these guys. <laughs> Versus like when you go in and there's like that, that 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 low hum of an audience. You're like, oh, that this these guys will be good. Yeah, for sure. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, well, Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Todd Glass. <What>? Yeah, Todd <laughs> Glass. <laughs> that book. Did I mention a book? I, uh, uh, well, what would you say? Like, I, I don't want to say like, uh, like a bomb. Like, what's the worst bomb? Oh my With god! With the exception of the last gig I put you. It's a concrete energy company. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, so, sweet gig. Uh, so, but those, but those, right? So, so we're not going to mention names or anything. But, but Merry but Christmas. The uh, did a Christmas party show afternoon open bar. Um, uh, and I, I had a couple of that. I had a string this year of like just right, weird, and I didn't realize miserable. that. But you said you, yeah, that, that's what like, made it even worse. It was just kept like they just they, like the the misses kept coming, you know. And uh, um, but they're but they're like they're they're but you kind of know that, right? So when I came in here for that show and I see the situation, like I mentally lowering the bar, right? Yeah. You know, not and not and no disrespect to the club or to the audience, but I'm like. This is what they got, you know. Like I did a show a, a couple of years ago for realtors, and, and it was like realtor and real estate development people. It was, a, it was an eight thirty a.m. show, you know. So I know, like, that's not the energy of an eight o'clock at night on a Saturday show. And they're a networking party. And they're, they're like, a networking, they're, yeah, right? They're not exactly going to be like, oh, I shouldn't laugh at that, right? Oh, that's I, uh, that, right, right. They're like exactly like, oh, not before yeah. I've had my daiquiri. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> they they just, um, it's a different vibe, and so you have to you know that. But bombs outright, um, just like uh, my favorite, I, I swing bombed, and a miss. I've bombed. I had two 
that I like I just hang on neck. to. Yeah. Because guess what <laughs> comics do, right? Like like yeah. they hang on to you cherish them. You know what I mean? You wear them around <laughs> your neck like the bullet that almost killed you, right? Yeah. Uh, the opened up for Shaka Khan. Oh. At the yes. Ooh. At the, the twenty three Pick up that feel for you. At the thank you. <laughs> I wish I could remember the next line. I, I think, think I, I love you. I think I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I think I... The, uh, I, I opened up for Shaka Khan uh, at 23 East Cabaret. Okay. And um, it, it's, it's so the, I, I come in, and the audience is waiting in line in the rain. So they're already super happy. Um, and uh, it's I, I'm, I'm relatively new. I've probably been doing comedy for maybe... 10 years at most, mm -hmm. at most at that point. It might have been less. Um, and, uh, they, you know, they're backstage, and they're just, we just need to do 15, maybe 20 minutes, whatever it was, just to, you know, kill time. Um, and they introduced me. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chris Kosha. Now, they didn't mention that there was an opening act. Oh, boy. They didn't mention... Anything. They didn't say comedian Chris Kosha. Or the itinerary. Or the itinerary. Before or Shaka your Khan. headliner, no. Shaka Khan. They said Shaka nothing. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, the audience was, I mean, that, they, they were the, in shock. The next words, <laughs> they, the next words needed to be Shaka Khan. Yeah. It needed to be, please welcome Shaka Khan <laughs> and not Chris Kosha. I, uh, uh, and they, there was like literally like a, a pause as I think people were breathing in air so they could boo louder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they were sucking it in, like you're gonna like bench press. They're like, huh? boo, and it just exploded. And they just hated me for the entire time. And thank goodness uh, they weren't like a mean crowd, mm -hmm. but they were just. Uh, like I mean, like you could hear, like what wh what they were thinking was enough, <laughs> enough, <laughs> stop. But I'm like, I'm this white boy's stupid. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> enough, you know, right. They're like, well, that's it. They're they're there to see Shaka Khan. They they they, you know, it's a big night. They've been standing what, 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 in the rain. What venue was this? At uh, 23 East Cabaret, which oh, was oh. um yeah, it was like a. A smaller theater, standing room too. That was it. It was a standing oh, crowd. Standing room comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not great. Although <laughs> not I, great. Uh, <laughs> not, not ideal. You know, you know what? You don't want an audience that, that's already up and ready to rush the stage. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody moves. You, you yeah, can't right. identify the aggressor. Right, right. You see somebody putting their put their foot to the blocks like on a track. You're like, uh oh, they're coming. Uh, the um, the uh, and 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 the best part is it ends. It's over, and I walk back and Shaka Khan was like, "Oh, you're funny," oh. and I was like, "Oh my God, thank you for lying to me. <laughs> you, uh, I, I will always love you." And I, right, like like it was just she was she was like, "Oh, you're very funny." And, and I, I need ten of those bombs to hear that from Shaka Khan. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a, that was like the only thing that saved it. That's cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I opened up for a bunch. I opened up for Dwight Yoakam there. I opened wow. up for um, uh, Gil Scott Heron, whose crowd oh, was amazing. Gil yeah. Scott Heron? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh. I got to. I got Whitey to work, on the moon. I got to work. I got to work with people <laughs> that I that I love. Why loved. did you just? Oh, so I. Just, He's so impressive. You're like, oh, another bad night. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, Gil Scott, Gil Scott Heron, Heron or Heron? I don't. Heron, know. yeah. Heron, um, how he print? Yeah, but. But then you know it's like it's like Van Gogh, right? Like people are like you say. Do you remember the Richard Lewis bit about uh, 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 it's not it's not Van Gogh anymore, oh, it's oh, Van yeah. Gogh. Uh, <laughs> and I can't remember the other one. You know, you have to this. And, oh, I'm gonna get a slice of pizza. Oh, you mean a slice of pizza? Yeah, a slice of pizza. About how, uh, anyway, uh, so you, so you became like uh, the guy to go go to. I would. Oh, I've opened up for so many. Yeah, music yeah. acts. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you need cool. a comic. You're like, yeah, it was fun because I could uh, I could take a punch and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to. I saw a guy get booed I, off the I, stage I, at the I, Keswick yeah, one I time. Duck and move. You got booed at Keswick. No, I got. I saw a comedian. I was there for a jazz guitarist named John McLaughlin. 
Oh, okay. I, I, I was going to say, because I opened up for accident to Keswick, but I, don't, I never got booed it would off. Be, it, would, it would come full circle for me if I found out you were the guy that got booed off. That would have be been awesome. hilarious. But <laughs> it was, uh, no, it, uh, this guy was, um, was super dirty, and, uh, like, and he did not adjust his act at all. And it was now you you know the Keswick office. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Now you know there's subscription people there. Yeah, so there were people. There were grandparents with their of, grandchildren. Of course, and yeah. There was every age from eighty to six. You know what I mean? And this guy comes out and starts doing like dice in the eighties stuff. You know, and uh, one by one, people started standing up and booing. And yeah. the old I've done better gigs than this threw down the mic and ran out of there. You can oh, <laughs> so, like and, and maybe what? this yep. this is why you like. I mean, I've learned just from doing them, and, and I, I I enjoy them. I really I really like. It's got to be a fun challenge, at um, least, right? Yeah, cause, and again, like you get to meet Gil Scott Heron, right? So cool. Like you know, and, and have Chaka Khan funny. tell you you're funny. Oh, yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> as, as as horrible as you know the set went, uh, she she was nice, you know. But so cool. Opened up for. Um, oh my God! I'm why am I going to forget? While, the name? while you're thinking about that, Clark when, from Hee Haw, Roy Clark, Roy Clark, go sorry. No, no, no. I, I was going to ask you, when, when you're doing this, is it like the comics where you go up and you meet them beforehand? Do you have your own dressing room? Or do you ask them you, anything you want me to say about you? Or is it no, so, no contact? And no. Rarely, so, like the Shaka Khan moment, you might not even see him. I might not have ever seen her. Um, uh, but, but Roy Clark... Who I grew up watching Hee Haw. You know, salute. I grew up. I loved Hee Haw. Watching with my grandma every Sunday I, or so Saturday, whatever day it was. I, I, I did my set and it, it went well. It was, it was an, it's a night. He has a nice crowd, and um, I'm backstage, just kind of hanging out in front of. They have like a, a craft services, little like a food area, and um, he's there. But I'm like, I'm not gonna bother Roy Clark. And, and he comes up and he goes, "Oh, you're very funny." I'm like. You're Roy Clark. <laughs> You're very funny. You're Roy Clark. I know you. <laughs> oh, if I could only have that moment back. Oh, it was, yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you, son. I, I recognize that I'm Roy Clark. But I, <laughs> so I've been told. The, uh, he, but, but I had was a, a, watched Hee Haw and, and was a, had found out about there's a guitar player called Clarence Gatemouth Brown. Yeah, Gatemouth, yeah. Right. So I saw him open for Eric Clapton at the Spectrum back in the day. So Clarence Gatemouth Brown was on Hee Haw one time. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, and and I, I said to Roy, I was like, you know, to Roy, I'm calling him Roy now. I, uh, you know, him Roy. I said hi to him once. Now it's Roy, uh, yeah, Mr. Clark. Uh, so I, I, I said, I told him that. I was like, yeah, and I loved that, and it really got me into, like, blues and da-da-da-da-da, and... Um, He's like, oh, we did an improvisational jazz record or experimental jazz record. What? Which I can't find. But I was like, is that fascinating, That's right? Be like my personal project when I get home. Yeah, tonight. exactly, right? Like, that is like the deep dive. Seriously. Now. Like, so, yeah. So Jill Scott Heron's probably doing free verse over top of it. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> While Shaka Khan's just sampled in the background. You're funny. Hey, you're funny. You're funny. <laughs> uh, my, other, my other bombing story, and I might have told you this was my, I, I sometimes I tell it on stage. I did the only cruise ship I've ever done, uh, and they're horrible. I don't know how people do them. I know people who do them. I know people make money doing them. I know people who never leave them. Who never yeah. leave them. Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had a friend who did forty-eight weeks was on at sea. Wow! Yeah. For everybody keeping a uh, score at home, there's fifty-two weeks in a year. Fifty-two. <laughs> this is that's a lot. This was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be more. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, um, but but I did the show and it's the crowd is ancient. It was a Norwegian cruise line, which excuse you know it's an older audience, um, and, and I I didn't know anything about it. It was like a, I was a fill in last minute, um, and it just goes terribly. You know it, the show is just terrible. And then the great thing is you get to stay on the ship with the audience, which you bombed in front of. Um, I, I I the uh, yeah it was just it was just terrible and. So I just pretty much stayed in my room, um, except to like maybe eat. Uh, and and I was, but I was one day I went up on the deck, and I heard this couple talking, and there it was like two couples, older couples. Did you see that comedian? Ugh, he ruined everything. Oh, no. 
And I was just like, just punchy in the dick. I was like, whoop, you know, back, <laughs> back to the room I go. Oh, man. I mean, like, he not not he wasn't funny, not. You know, that show wasn't good. He ruined everything. Like, this guy's whole trip is down the toilet now because I did 45 minutes he couldn't relate to. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You didn't just ruin his evening or just that that moment in time. If he had said, well, that guy was a hack, it wouldn't have been so hurtful. But I ruined everything. Like, this guy's gonna go home, start lighting photo albums on fire. These aren't these aren't worth it. Thanks to the comedian, yeah. he's uh, saging. The yeah, right. he, he lost his breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm surprised he didn't jump over the side of the oh. boat. Like he ruined everything. Yeah. It was just like it was the it was the oh, it was the icing on the on the crap cake. Oh, you've got to uh, name a special that. I, I I'm telling you, right? What, what <laughs> night? What night was that? There was there were two there were two nights. It's, oh. That's the worst part. So you like you're on there for five days, or I was because I, I flew down uh, and met him in in Puerto Rico. Um, so I didn't go from like Sunday to Sunday. I went from like Wednesday to Sunday and did two shows. So it was it was probably after the second. You know, oh, I, 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 it was it, it was just so horrible. It was just yeah. so that and that was your last performance. So that was it. You didn't have another one. Oh, I didn't. I mean, there was no way I was redeeming myself anyway. After you know, like <laughs> he, he ruined everything. He so. ruined everything. <laughs> did you not? Did you not hear the story? I oh, ruined I know, everything. Saying, like, like, I, I would have loved the swan song, the Chris Kosha swan. Song. The swan song was going to be me swan diving over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> For Alan Hill, I'm Soul Joel. This is Chris Kosha dropping the mic. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Oh. <laughs>